Good morning. We're back. Fantasy Football Yoda Podcast. Dominique, what's up, man? Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone's having a, a great day. Another another week. We're in week 14, man. We got Thursday night football. Another podcast. It's going to be a great week, E. It really, really is. Yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight's game. Um, looking forward to recapping, picking all, all, all these games this week. Uh, we're predicting every winner um, from week 14 this week. We're going to preview every game for you. Let's get right into it's kinda it. Cr- I'm really excited. I'm Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's kind of crazy that I saw in the article that there's like four playoff matchups in this week. Just to get yeah. everybody juiced up, get everybody energized. Um, and I think that was only in one conference. In the AFC, there's like four like potential playoff matchups. That sounds about right. Yeah, week 14, it's the home stretch. It's a really exciting. December football is always really good football. Um, let's get into it. Thursday night. I like this game a lot, Dom. Um, you got the New England Patriots. On a short week, obviously, Thursday night football, but then they've stayed in Los Angeles. I don't know where they've been practicing at, but they're playing. So they played the Chargers last week. They routed them. That was that was a drubbing. That was a complete drubbing. Right. Dragged them. Absolutely dragged them. <laughs> and um, now they get to play the Rams <clears throat> at the same stadium, SoFi Stadium, new stadium. Um, what are you thinking in this one? Uh, I'm with you. I like, I like this matchup. It's certainly better than some of the other Thursday night boys we've had. Uh, this is this is going to be the second game of New England's three game road streak. Um, after this, they're going to fly to fly to Miami. So they've had they'll play the two LA teams and then go to Miami. Uh, That's on New England like in December. I mean, how awesome is that though to get out of Massachusetts and be in LA and Miami for three weeks in December? No, late November. I, yeah, they're pretty. I'm sure they're happy about that scheduling. I know. Um, I think I'm going with the Rams, and I think I'm feeling more and more confident about it. At first, at first glance, yeah. I looked at it like, man, New England's been rolling recently. You know, have they really found it? They've won three of the last four, actually four of the last five. Yeah. Only lost being at Houston. You know, are they getting things figured out? But then. I said, you know, L.A. isn't playing too too poorly either right now. And every time, it's am- it's amazing. I feel like they, they have, like, the only player defensively, you know, that it's like that's the first person I think of. Normally, you th- when, you, when you think of a team, the first person you think of is, like, some offensive stup- superstar. The first person I think of is right. Aaron Donald. I'm thinking about Aaron Donald. It's Aaron right. Donald. I'm thinking about him, too. And if if Cam Newton can't even throw for 100 yards against and, regular and defenses. And then it's Jalen Ramsey. And then it's Jalen Ramsey. Right. Right. I don't think about Jared Goff. There's no running backs. It's, like, <laughs> biggest running back by committee in the NFL. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, I like – I like the defense to really carry them. If Cam can't throw it against other defenses, how's he going to be able to throw it against this defense? How how are the receivers going to be able to get open? Like, I think the only way New England wins this game is if they run a ton of trick plays. And we know that they run trick plays and they execute them pretty well. But I'm taking the Rams 23-16 to 
I think it's a nice defensive struggle. I think Jared Goff is going to have um, happy feet. I think he was having nightmares all night. He probably didn't. <laughs> he probably didn't sleep. Trying remembering that Super Bowl performance, he probably hasn't even slept honestly. And I think the run game will will take some pressure off of him. Um, I think he will be able to make some throws or complete a few passes. So I like twenty three to sixteen, but mainly because that defense, you know, has turnovers, has sacks, gives him good field position. Oh, Dom, how you forget? He's Southern California, man. He's probably forgot about the Super Bowl. He probably doesn't even know what happened. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, oh, we're playing a game this Thursday, not Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> he did say in an article, like, there's no comparing uh, the Super Bowl to now, which I disagree. I mean, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. They're going to throw the same so defense at you, Jared. I hope you know that. Oh yeah, they're throwing they're throwing the exact same thing. It's funny. So Sean Devay in that Super Bowl, he said he kind of over game planned. He said he overthought a lot of stuff instead of just running his normal stuff. Now he's on a short week. He doesn't really have any much time to game plan at all. Right. Um, it, New England's a sneaky good team. Um, I mean, just look. I mean, yeah, you said they won four out of the last five. Um, the Houston game, they had a chance to tie it late. But, I mean, Deshaun Watson is just kind of on another level right now. And um, then they lost to Buffalo. But we know Cam Newton fumbled when they were basically going in to win that game. Mm-hmm. Um, San Francisco came in there and just whooped their ass. Just, just point blank. Just whooped them. And then the Denver game was the COVID situation where, you know, all of New England's players were out. Their offensive line and defensive line. Um, they really haven't had a bad loss this year. Um, it's sneaky. It's it's hard to call this game, really. I mean, I want to say Los Angeles is just going to take care of business, but um, that's just what I'm feeling. So I'll, I'll keep it that way. I think Cam struggles against a really good defense, kind of like how he did against San Francisco. San Francisco is probably the best defense he's played all year. Um, because all the other defenses he played, they were injured or they're just not very good. So, I mean, and he couldn't do anything against San Francisco. So, I mean, he's certainly not going to do anything against uh, the Rams. So, let's see, score-wise, I think the Patriots struggle to get points on the board. I think maybe, I think they'll probably get to 17. I'll go, I'll go 24-17. I'll keep it one possession game. I'll keep the uh, the Rams out in front with the Patriots trying to score late, so that keeps the pa- Patriots needing a touchdown instead of a field goal. I like that score a lot, actually. 24-17, the Rams. And now we transition. Let's keep it going. Dom, what's your – I mean, let's kind of recap a little bit. I mean, your most exciting game last week – Um. It, it was a good football game. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't very – even when I was watching it, I, was, I didn't feel very excited about watching it. But, right. um, I mean, you were you were spot on with the Giants. Uh, did, did you pull the upset or, or did you did you call it or did you just say it was going to be close? I said it would be close. I didn't call it. I had a 28-24 Seahawks win and okay. the game played out. It was, it was clean. Like, I feel like it was a pretty quick game. Um, so with it being fairly quick, yeah. 
that made it a little bit more exciting because yeah, a 17-12 game isn't that exciting, but that's 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 the Giants team that I expected to see go up there and um they came out with a huge win, man. Yeah, that team that defense is really stingy. Um I was shocked. Just we'll recap it just a little bit and then we'll get on to this week. Um Seattle really messed that whole game up when four guys tried to fall on the ball in the end zone <laughs> and it went out for a safety instead of a touchdown. I mean, football players are just so dumb. <laughs> just, I mean, they just fit the stereotype. It's like running a hunt. It's like, see ball, get ball, fall on the ball. Ah. And it's like, like just, 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 just grab the ball. Like, no one's around you. Hey, just grab the ball and get a touchdown. <laughs> oh man, it's it's bad, man. You could you could have been up ten nothing going into half. Really had a control on the game, you know. Um, then they would have never felt like they needed to go for that fourth and one in the third quarter. It's funny, all those plays they just all add up, man. But um, what, what's your most exciting game this week, Dom? So last week, I think that you know, going to, um, throwing a curveball in there was fun. But this week, man, I'm just I'm pitching it straight down the middle, man. Uh, Kansas City at Miami. Kansas City at Miami. Yep. One of the um, playoff matchups that we talked about. I think this is what is this? The one seed versus the six seed. Currently. That sounds right. Yeah. Um. This. Uh. No, actually, Pitt- Pittsburgh still got the one seed because they lost to an NFC opponent. And um, Kansas City lost to an AFC opponent. That's correct. Two seed versus the six seed. Two seed versus six seed. So, um, man, this game, I think, has Mahomes' MVP signature all over it. I mean. Wasn't the Super Bowl in Miami last year? The Super Bowl was in Miami. So, Oh, that's a good point. The, I thought about that on the fly, Dom. The whole team is going to be having swagger, going back to the place that they won the championship. It's going to give them some extra juice. They already are playing a good enough team that they're not overlooking this. Miami's going to come out, play their man defense. I don't know how in the world they expect to t- cover Tyreek Hill, but Flores will probably watch the um, the 2018 AFC Championship game tape. You know, he's got plenty of tape yep. being from New England and watching, playing those guys. Uh, but I think Kelsey, they got no answer. They're not going to have any answer for Kelsey. I think Mahomes just, man, that's why I think it's exciting. It's my it's South Beach. It's the Chiefs, the best offense. It's the very, very formidable Dolphins that everyone respects. I have a huge blowout, though. I really do. And that's why I think it's I think it's a little bit exciting. I think maybe Miami, you know, at first keeps it close, but then I think people want to see points, man. And I think we're going to. I think we're going to see Miko Hardman go deep. I got a big blowout. I got a I got a what I have forty two to nineteen Kansas City victory, um, because that Miami offense hasn't hasn't gotten much better. I feel like they I feel like something's gonna pop. The Chiefs they they send they send blitzes at times. Something's gonna pop. They can they can have a long touchdown. Like I said, keep the fans excited. Maybe a little bit closer at the half. But then at some point, the Chiefs are just gonna have back to back to back touchdown drives, or you know, really put it together and really extend the lead. So um, 
I think it's just going to be nice to, to see him in South Beach. It's going to be a fast track meet kind of game. But Chiefs big. Yeah. Man. What's uh, the score? 42-19 I got. All right. That That's my hunch too, Dom. That's really my hunch. Um, the only thing that's preventing me from, I don't know, feeling 100% certain about it is that the last five games, or sorry, four games, the Chiefs haven't blown anybody out. Right. It's been one possession games. And I don't know if, I mean, the competition, well, Tampa Bay, they were kind of up. I mean, they were up. It was basically a blowout for a, for a good portion of that game. And they were up like three possessions for like half half the game or three quarters. And they kind of let Tampa get back in at the end. Um, but I don't know. I feel like Kansas City's relaxing a little bit. They're like, no, we know we're that good. We're just kind of chilling. Um, so I don't know if they are going to blow them out. I don't know because I feel like they get a lead and they just nurse it. And, you know, they don't like show all their tricks. And so it's kind of hard. I mean, that's my gut is saying, hey, they're going down to Miami. And, you know, Miami kind of has – you know this like good thing going but they're like oh no we're gonna put them in their place but i think they think that it's so good that they're like not out to prove anything to anybody like they were last year and in 2018 where they were just like throwing up points left and right i still lean with you though dom i got i got a little bit mini or uh blowout not not as big as that um and i also think tua is going to have a good game. Really? I, I do. I mean, I, I'm not really high on Tua that, that much um, in the way he's played and everything. Um, but I think he he shows that, hey, I know how to put up 40 points on the board, too. He's not going to put up 40 points on the board. I don't know. Maybe he does. I, but I, I don't think he will. Um, just like he did Alabama. I mean, he, they put up 40 points all the time, too. Um the biggest thing, the reason why, I mean, the Chiefs are going to win this game for sure. Miami's uh, defense, they come up with, with timely turnovers and uh, big stops here and there, but they give up a ton of yards, both rushing and both passing. Um, Kansas City's going to have no problem moving the ball. Kansas City gets to four touchdowns, probably three or two field goals. Um I like 37 points for Kansas City, uh, for the Fish. Um, I'll get them into about 24, 27. I like that. I like that score, actually. 37, 27. We'll do that. 37, 27, Kansas City over Miami. I'm right there with you, man. I, I, don't, I don't see the Fish uh, winning that one. <laughs> I don't. I want to go to my most exciting game now, Dom. And it's an AFC North slugfest. I am so excited for this one. It's a good one. It's it's Monday Night Football. And maybe it's because I'm a Steelers fan and I like AFC North matchups. And it, But it's not only that. It's Baltimore at Cleveland in December. 
and both of them have winning records. It's exciting, man. It's like, uh, and sometimes these Monday night football games are just bad games. I mean, I mean, really, in the beginning of the year, do they think Baltimore and Cleveland, well, especially Cleveland, was going to have a great, a good record? Like this was going to be a good game to watch? Right. I mean, honestly, come on. Um, I mean, there's some hope. There was some hope with Cleveland, but not after what they did last year. They had all the pieces. I know it was bad coaching, and Kevin Stefanski's a lot better coach. And I've been on the Browns a lot this year because I liked uh, I like Kevin Stefanski and 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 the whole nine yards. But man, so I'm sorry, Don. I'm really excited about this one. <laughs> what? It's just gonna be so entertaining, man. Because the quarterback play, both of them are kind of. Um, high, like persona, court, like people, quarterback, and not not so much Lamar. Lamar's kind of like just a baller, but I mean he's dynamic, and then he can't throw the football, and then you can kind of say the same thing about Baker, except he's not dynamic, <laughs> but he's like a character, and he's he's a diva, and he can't throw the 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 football, so. I, to, as far as the game, so I mean, I, it, whoever has the ball is going to be very entertaining. I'm going to be laughing a lot. I'm going to be like, oh man, this guy sucks. He can't throw the football. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to say the same thing about the other guy. And I'm going to laugh and like, man, both these teams are bad. Like, these guys, these, both these teams are phonies. And they are. They're phonies. Baltimore won't win the first week of the playoffs. I don't think Cleveland will win the first week of the playoffs. Both of them would have to play on the road if, if they got in. I don't see it. I, I think both of them lose for, uh, round one in the playoffs. Um, with all that said, let me get to the game now. Um, I'm taking a better defense in this one. Baltimore has clearly the better defense. They got all their ponies back. All the horses are back off the COVID list. Um, Cleveland's defense kind of matches up well against Baltimore because they can stop the run uh, fairly well. Cleveland can. Cleveland's actually got a top 10 run defense. I didn't know that until last week. But Steelers had like a number two run defense when they played Baltimore and they rushed for 200 yards on. Baltimore's going to be able to rush on them. Um, And then that defense is going to really stifle uh, Cleveland, I think. Uh, That's my gut. But then I don't... I don't know, man, because if Chubb has run on that defense before, so I'm kind of thinking – I just think Baltimore is going to – they're kind of getting back in the groove. That's my gut feeling. I'm going to go 27 uh, to 16 Baltimore over Cleveland. E, I mean, I agree with so much that you're saying. Let's just go ahead and put it out there. This was this was my second pick for the most exciting game. The fact that it's a Monday night game is different. Cleveland, they've they've won two out of the last ten. They've won two games out of the last ten against Baltimore. Um however, they are on a four game win streak right now. And really, really made me eat my words last week when they went into Tennessee and just punched them right in the mouth. Yeah, I didn't see that though, Dom. I mean, I thought they were gonna win, but I didn't see. I mean, that I was like thirty-eight, right. three at halftime or whatever, or seven. That was pitiful, right? And so that does make this game exciting, but has all the juice left? I think that this week, <laughs> this week, I'm I'm taking a much different approach to these games because I look at that and I say, wow, it kind of makes sense. 
Tennessee was so jacked up to go to Baltimore and go to Indy and get big wins that they needed, that they came back home. Yeah. They always start off slow, but they came back home with no juice left from those two big wins. None. And mm-hmm. now has Cleveland used all their juice? They're on a four-game win streak. The first three were super close. This one was only a one-possession win also, but they had that huge lead. Is all the juice gone? I still respect this Cleveland team, man. I think they're coming out fired up because they've only won two of the last ten. I think they're coming out fired up because they got blown out week one. Yeah. But I said it. I said it when I looked at the schedule for Baltimore. I said this is where they'll make their run. This is it's big brother versus little brother. This is where they'll make their run. Losing those three straight to New England, Tennessee, Pittsburgh. I just I didn't think that they would win those games. Those were two tough of opponents. Um, and then I said, wow, but look, after that, they might be able to run the table, might. And they came out, they beat Dallas like they were supposed to. So I'm with you. I'm going to give them the win because, uh, I'm expecting them to be able to put it together better this week. And, um, I don't know, Cleveland, Cleveland might make, make me eat my words again, but I, I just feel like. Nah, not this one. Yeah, I just I just feel like Baltimore's ready to get after it. Uh the score I, I have too. is twenty nine twenty nine twenty one Baltimore. Yeah, I like that score a lot. Yeah, man. Baltimore coming off the their little COVID bye week situation, man. They're they're hungry for football. It's a weird short week. Well, not really. I mean, the one the team that's getting screwed is Dallas because they had to play Tuesday and it wasn't their fault they had to play Tuesday. And now they got to play Sunday and Baltimore gets to play on Monday, so they get like a whole week's rest, like a, basically a normal week for them. Almost. Plus Dallas, Dallas um, got flexed out of Week 15. They moved the Giants Browns game to Sunday night and took Dallas San Fran and moved it up earlier. Yeah, Dallas, Dallas is going. Uh, like, what's up with that, man? What's up with the NFL this year? They're screwing all these teams that aren't getting the COVID. Like Tennessee had it, screw the Steelers. Baltimore had it. They pushed the game all the way back for Baltimore, and then Denver had to play their game with no quarterback. It's uh, shady, shady stuff going on, man. Um, I want to throw a bonus game in here, Dom. I want to throw a bonus, most exciting game. I mean, normally, we only do two, but this one has got me, and, and I love it. I love it, man. You got one for 1 o'clock. I got one Monday night. The heavy bout, will allude to that, is also on Sunday, but not at the other times that we talked about. Um, this game is exciting to me, Dom. I want to touch on it. Indianapolis Colts at the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. Another one of those potential playoff right. matchups. Right. I got, I got to throw this one in here, man. I don't know. And when I first saw this, I was like, the Colts are going to win this game. But then every time, man, Las Vegas plays at home, except for the Tampa Bay game uh, this year, they overachieve. I, I like they're really bringing home field advantage without the advantage. Um, they're playing hard in that stadium. They're playing well, and 
I'm going to go with the upset here. A small upset, not a big upset. I, I think the Colts are only like a three-point favorite. But I like the Raiders to get it done. Um, I was a little disappointed with the Colts last week. I thought their defense is better than that. Um, they were about to lose that game, just flat out. They were about to lose that game. Deshaun Watson with literally no receivers, literally no receivers in a run game. That's how special Deshaun Watson is uh, playing this year. They were on the like the two-yard line, and they fumbled it. Everybody knows. And then Indianapolis recovered. They won 26-20 or whatever it was. Um, Indianapolis was really lucky to get out of that game. And they had everybody back on defense. They had everybody back. They had great cornerbacks. They had their all-defensive line back, essentially. I think they were missing one player, but it was like just a role player. They had their stud linebacker playing. And they're playing one of the worst defenses in the NFL, and they could only win 26-20? I, 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 don't, I don't know what that is. Is that a testament to Deshaun Watson, or is that, you know, do the Colts underachieve? I think it's a little bit of both, but I think it's more the Colts underachieved. Um, and Las Vegas has a big line. I think they're going to be able to control that defensive line a little bit so that doesn't wreck the game. I like points in this game. I really do. I like the Raiders. Um to get into the mid-20s, uh, high-20s. The Colts, I got them definitely moving the ball against that Raiders um, defense. But I think the Raiders come up timely and force Phillip Rivers to make a couple of mistakes. They're very familiar with Phillip Rivers. That's also the other thing because um, they played him all the time. So I've got I've got a – I've got a 27-24 or 28-23 kind of game. That's my score prediction. I'll go 27-24, the Raiders over the Colts. I like the Raiders. I would rather them win, but I'm picking Indianapolis. And it's for the reasons that you're saying, but just opposite. I mean, probably the most talked about game really last week was Las Vegas at New York. And they should have lost that game the same way, the same way Indy should have lost to Houston. Like, oh my gosh. Their last two performances are a bailout win at the Jets and an absolute yeah. drubbing at Atlanta. So you're right. I thought about it and yeah. said, but man, they, they have a different they have a different energy. They have a different juice at home. Do. But really, I don't know if I've seen it other than that Saints game. I mean, they got blown out. It was close at one point with Tampa Bay. They got blown out against Buffalo. It was a seven point loss. But I mean, have I really seen it work that much? I mean, they played uh, Kansas City very well. But we're not in it for moral victories. Yeah. Um. I just, I could say the same thing too. Philip Rivers is familiar with the Raiders, so yes, they're familiar with him. But yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm gonna take Indy in this one, 28 to 20, and I, I, I feel like it's just, I feel like it's my gut telling me, I want to see him lose. I like Jacksonville. I don't want to see Indy. Um. I don't, I don't really like too many players on that team either there's not many people that i want to root for 
Josh Jacobs is still looking doubt, very doubtful to play. So I really didn't like the Raiders' run game at all without him. I just, mm-hmm. uh, it's, I just don't think it looks too good. And and I want the Raiders yeah. to win, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Colts by eight, twenty eight to twenty. Um, because yeah, I feel like Phil will be able to play a clean enough game. Jonathan Taylor actually showed some juice last week. So Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, it's a it's a good score prediction, Dom. I mean that's that's definitely the most predictable outcome. That's the that's the outcome I wanted to predict when I first saw the game and I don't know, man. The NFL's so weird. It's like right when you think teams you got them figured out, then they show you a different side right. of them. And I just think that's my gut feeling. I mean, I'm with you. If if both teams play the way I think they're capable of playing, I mean, yeah, I got Indianapolis controlling the Raiders, and I got them winning. But I don't. I don't think so, man. I think it's a weird. It smells weird to me, man. So I got to go Vegas on that one. Um, so we just kicked it off. Four really great, exciting games. Let's kind of change gears, Dom. Let's spring down the energy just a touch. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go to the snoozers, man. Who's one of your snoozers? Well, take me to San Francisco, man. Washington. Really? Yeah. Why? I'm snoozing in that one. San Fran. No. They've won one game in their last five. It happened to be their only home win against the Rams. Um, Washington. They're on a three-game win streak, but they're certainly not winning pretty. This is their third straight road game. No Antonio Gibson. I don't think that run game is going to be – you're not going to be able to find it this week. Low-scoring, ugly defensive yeah. game. 49ers won 9-0 nine, nine last year in that, that um, monsoon. I think they win again this year, 24-16. Slip and slide game. Yeah, 24-16 this week, man. Nobody wants to watch Nick Mullins. Um, I just uh, – Yeah, Mullins – go ahead, man. Yeah, I'm That's sorry. it. That's all I got for this game, man. It's just going to be – you know, defense, defense, defense. But I, I, I'm not excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nick Mullins, I was shocked. I don't know if you saw that uh, stat that they put up on the screen um, last week, Dom. Uh, Nick Mullins, through his first 13 games, has the third most passing yards in NFL history. And the only two people ahead of him are like, uh, I think Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, something like that. Are you kidding me? In their first 13 games. I'm not kidding you, Dom. And I thought about it. I think his first start ever, it was against Las Vegas, uh, Las, or Oakland, and he threw for like like 400 yards or something. Yeah, I remember that one. On a Monday Night Football. Right. So, I mean, he got off to a fast start. but <clears throat> That was, that was um, a Thursday night game. They came out and whooped him. Right. Right, whooped him. Um, but the other thing I was thinking about is this, is that he has played well in some games. You just don't know, uh, like what Nick Mullins is going to show up. But then also when he either plays well or he plays bad and they're from behind and he just gets a ton of garbage, uh, yards and points and touchdowns at the end of games, like against green Bay, they were down the entire game. And then he comes back. And they score like two touchdowns late, throws for like 150 yards late. I, so I think it's more of that. I think they're just like, hey, the backups in. We got nobody else to put in there. Just he's we're just going to ride uh, Mullins out, you know, get out of the game. And then he shows potential in that Buffalo game last week. 
he showed potential on a couple throws, but man, <laughs> oh Dom, this is what I want to talk to you about, man. I think that quarterback room, I think Shanahan is a bully. <laughs> I think he is scaring those boys, man. I think he's yelling at him all the time. He's a big intimidator, man. And I mean, Jimmy G, we thought he's the master of panic. Dude, Mullins is the master of panic, man. He looks so scared back there. Oh, my gosh, Dom. It's like anything starts happening, like his like shoulders start shaking and his head's like looking left and right. I'm like, dude. And then I, and then I see like Shanahan like yelling and like acting like a little child on the sidelines. I'm like, dude, this quarterback room, this all makes sense now. Kyle Shanahan is a bully. <laughs> and because Nick Mullins, he's got he's got all the tools, man. He does. And Jimmy G has the tools, too. But they panic. So I feel like, oh, gosh, Kyle's going to yell at me. Oh, man, if I don't do this. Uh-oh. <laughs> but um, with all that said, I'm kind of excited about this one, man. Now, I think we do need to pump the brakes on Washington. Their wins aren't that impressive. I mean, I will give the Steelers win. I mean, just because I'm a Steelers fan, I'm not going to discredit that game. But, and there's a big but, um, Steelers were in a bad spot, man. They played Wednesday night the night, I mean, the week before. Um, it's still a short week. After they had to practice on Thanksgiving week and after Thanksgiving week for the Ravens, just in limbo. I mean, just mentally, that's exhausting. That's really exhausting. And then they play Baltimore. They play bad. And then they play Washington. And they don't have some players. They, his first game without Bud Dupree. Uh, they didn't have Marquise Pouncey. They didn't have James Conner. And then they had Buffalo this week that they're looking ahead to. I mean, that's a really big game for them. And I don't, I don't know if I can really. I mean, Washington—they were down. They were down fourteen nothing or fourteen to three. They were about to get whooped. Um, I know they always start off slow, Washington. But so this week, touch on this game real quickly. I like San Francisco to bounce back too, Dom. I like San Francisco on this one. Um, I wanted to ride the wave with Washington. San Francisco looked bad last week, but just when you think it gets predictable in the NFL, it's the NFL. I've got San Francisco, kind of a low score one. I'll go 24-20. 24-20 San Fran over Washington. Now let me get to my snoozer, Dom. Let me look at these games real quick. Oh, gosh. Dom, this game is a snoozer, man. I don't... I don't even want to watch this game, to be honest with you. Don't even want to watch it. Oh, man, Dom. My snoozer game of the week is Dallas at Cincinnati, the Andy Dalton Bowl. I... Man, it's boring, man. But the, the Bengals are just bad. Brandon Allen's bad. The defense is bad. Dallas's defense is bad. I mean, when Dal when Cincinnati has the ball against Dallas, that's gonna be really bad football, man. <laughs> and I mean that because I mean Dom really. I mean, who's worse? 
that offense or that defense. Like Dallas defense might actually look good. They might only give up like 17 points just because Cincinnati's offense, they are so bad. Oh my gosh. And it's so funny that meme going around the internet that that you sent me with like the <laughs> Bengals and Dolphins fighting. And you got the hog mollies. You got the big boys <laughs> on the bench just sitting there like, man, it's too hot for all that. We're in South Florida. Like, I don't really care about all this. I'm just sitting here. I'll, I'll, I'll watch this. I'll, and it's funny. It's funny. And then there's one offensive lineman that's standing up looking like, man, should I go over there or not? <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, man, that's funny. Um but yeah, I don't, man. I got Dallas winning this. I, I got, I got the Andy Dalton bull. I got Dallas winning this. Um, offense beats a bad football team in this one, <laughs> and I think Dallas uh, defense. They still have players back there. They're not very good, but they still got some some sprinkles back there. I don't know, man. I got, I got a. Got a low scoring game in this. I think the Bengals defense is a tad bit underrated. I'll go 23-16 cowgirls over the kitties. <laughs> yeah, I disagree with you. I um Ooh. Yeah, I I really only had Andy Dalton homecoming? No, 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 no. I think this I think Cincinnati is about to pin their ears back and get after him. They how 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 great of an opportunity is this to hit somebody over the head? Like you idiot, you cost us all those years. Like I think <laughs> I don't think this is gonna be super exciting, but I think this is what is gonna be super laughable. Like I don't know, just tip plays, oh, like, laughable, yeah. Strip sacks, like the ball just flying in the air, turnovers here and there. <laughs> maybe like I think this is gonna be laughable, but I think Cincinnati's ready and focused. I think they're gonna come out with the win. I got the upset coming. I just think Dallas has no pride right now. They have no heart, nothing. Like they're not they're not putting anything out there on the field, man. Like they they get their game flexed. They were the Sunday night game next week. Their comment is <laughs> we're disappointed, not we're pissed off or anything. They've got no energy, no life. I think Cincinnati can get after it. No. And I think it'll be laughable. I'm taking the Bengals 24-23. <laughs> Oh man, it's it's a definitely likely scenario, likely outcome, Dom. Um, gosh, it's a bad game. Um, let's get to a drubbing. I don't want to talk about snoozers anymore, Dom. There's probably like two or three more snoozers out there. We can touch on them later. Get get me to one of your uh, drubbings. I I kind of have two that I'm thinking about, but. Let me just get Seattle, New York out the way. They're playing the other New York team in <laughs> Seattle again. This is Jamal Adams' heyday. He's just gonna have fun, and uh, oh, I think I think <laughs> and Greg Williams isn't even there anymore. Greg That's funny, man. There. This one's this one's gonna be funny too. Thirty-seven, thirteen, Seattle. I just I don't think the Jets have anything. They've got nothing. Jamal Adams is gonna be so freaking happy that he's on the other sideline with this one. But yeah, there's there's nothing to talk about with this one. 37-13. The other one though is Tampa Bay, Minnesota. I kind of expect the Bucks to get after them. And I did too. Dom. I got 38 to 20. That's an 18 point win. It's not you know crazy, but I do expect it to be yeah. like an efficient offensive day for uh, Brady and the boys. So 38 to 20. I'm not sure like who's gonna pop off if it's the run Brady game or 
if it's Brady that's saying they want Ronald Jones to get 20 touches, I'm not sure. But I like I like them to have a very efficient yeah. day. I like I like that game. It's a um, it's a very very um, worthy NFC game. Got a lot of playoff implications in it. So, but I like I like the Bucks to get after. I like both those predictions. I'll touch on the on the Jets game really quickly too. Not not much to say in that one. Um, when you lose a game like that, like the New York Jets did, uh, you know, on the last play of the game, you know, I've been there, we've been there, Dom, and especially with like an 0-11 team where you feel like, oh, man, like this is our first win, it's against a good opponent, like, hey, we're not a bad football team, we're not laughable, and then you lose like that, that is draining. And even Adam Gase came out and said, yeah, this one, I mean, there's like the 24-hour rule. Like, you know, you think about it for 24 hours, then you move on. But he says he hasn't moved on. He said yesterday he has not moved on yet. He says it's hard to move on from that one. Feels like a playoff loss. <laughs> feels like He said that it feels like a playoff loss. They're going to come out flat, man. Seattle, that is drubbing written all over it. And Seattle's pissed because they overlooked the Giants because they knew they had an easy schedule up next. They weren't thinking about the Giants at all last week. I mean, let's be honest. They weren't. They took them lightly. They're not going to take the Jets lightly. I'm right there with you, Dom. Um, a lower drubbing. I got like 38-3. to 38-3, to man. Um, they're going to suffocate the Jets. The Tampa game, I'm right there with you again. Um... The bye week, they needed the bye week. Brady's smart. He's competitive. There's too much pride in the coaching staff. There's too much pride and too much winners, too too many winners on the team from college on the Buccaneers roster or just winners in general. It's not a losing roster as, as much as uh, people think. I mean, Sue played with the Lions on a playoff team. Jason Pierre-Paul, um, you know, Devin White in college played for a really good program. Um, you know, all, all these players on that team, they're going to come out. They're going to figure it out. They're going to stop the run game because they're really good at stopping the run. Kirky Cousins is awful. Oh, my gosh. I did not realize how bad Kirky is. I mean, when, when he's at Washington, I thought, like, okay, he's a pretty good quarterback. You know, he's a top half quarterback of the league. Kirky is a bottom half quarterback in the NFL. Oh my gosh. He's like, he's so analytical. He's so like type A personality. If the route doesn't break at this time, at this exact second of my pocket isn't clean enough for me to step into, you don't know where that ball's going. Like Dalvin Cook isn't turning around and you're throwing it and Joe Shover just takes it to the house. Like, what are you doing, Kirky? Oh man, he is I'd be so frustrated if he was the Steelers quarterback. I, so I got Tampa Bay winning this one. I think they might run it up, man. They need to get their confidence. I, I think they're getting into the 40s. They're getting into the 40s in this one. They, they're running their confidence up in this one. I got 41-17. to 17, Big time drubbing for Brady and the boys. Um Let's get some, let's get the rest of these one o'clock games out of the way, Dom. These are some ugly one o'clock games. Houston at Chicago. What what's your uh, take on this one? Um, it might be a little snow in this one, and uh, oh, that's exciting. The first thing that I said as soon as I saw this game back in the summer, I was like, this is going to be Deshaun Watson's stage, you know, to show why he didn't to show to um prove to Ryan Pace like you, you really took Trubisky over me. 
he said he doesn't care about it this week. He was asked about. It. He said he he says he doesn't care. You think he's lying? I think I think he is lying, and I think that uh, even even if he doesn't care, I think you know it's still going to be it's still the Bears' nightmare to to deal with. So even if it's not you know motivating to him, the Bears are still going to you know he, he's going to play well enough that they're going to be like there there goes our guy you know yeah. and um <laughs> there goes our guy. Like, I think, come on, man! Didn't Dabo, Dabo got Mitch? Said, that might <laughs> that might have been the reason Dabo, you know, compared Deshaun to MJ. Because like, wouldn't you want that guy in a big market like Chicago? I just feel like it would have been so easy for them. Anyway, I mean, that was so dumb, man. Yeah. Anyways, that's so I, like, dumb. I, I just sometimes thinking about everybody it, knew uh, it. But like I said, a little bit of snow, not having men, not having you know your full um set of weapons i don't see it being as high scoring as i wanted it to be so i'm gonna take uh i'm gonna take houston 23 to 20 but i think i think watson still has a um pretty nice day probably a rushing touchdown or something i'm thinking maybe three touchdowns 23 20 texans i'm thinking three touchdowns one missed extra point and a field goal i think that's how they get to, to 23 but all three of the touchdowns come from uh houdini uh, yeah, he is Houdini, man. Yeah, there was one play last week against the Colts where it was like it's like the first drive of the game. It was like third and fourteen or something. And I mean, dude, Deshaun should have been sacked. I mean, he should have been sacked. And then he throws like a set, like a sixty-yard pass play, and like kept him alive, and they scored a touchdown. I was like, oh, it's gonna be that type of day, huh? It's gonna be that type of day. Um, sure enough, it was. Yeah, this game is. I mean, it's so bad, man. I don't. This this is like borderline snoozer. There's some bad games. Just just like you said, there's a couple of playoff matchups. So with playoff matchups, there's some bot. There's some bottom dwellers that are just matching up this week. Uh, I got Houston. I don't even want to talk about that game that much, man. I mean, Chicago looks lifeless. Chicago and Dallas are like the same. They got no pride. Um, Houston has some pride. I think Houston plays harder. Um, they sneak away with a really close win. I'm going to go 21-20 Houston over Chicago. Um, let's get to the next four, uh, 1 o'clock game. Um, Denver at Carolina, Dom. Take it away, man. Denver at Carolina. Carolina's dealing with this COVID thing, man. I think it's, I yep. think it's fairly simple. If they have their guys, I like Carolina to win. McCaffrey, Easily. yeah, McCaffrey had a little setback. But if they don't have their guys, I'm going with Denver, man. These teams don't play well when they have this COVID issue. Um, they don't. Neither team. I mean, there's 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 not really any anything to talk about. Like, there's just they have one win that they're both hanging on. I think within their last. I don't know if this is how accurate this is, but I think five. Weeks. The Panthers. <laughs> Only win in like the last six games is uh the home game against Detroit and then Denver's last win was what? I don't even know. Was it the Chargers win a few? Like Yeah, probably the Chargers. Yeah, this 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 one doesn't have a lot. No, oh, no, they beat the Dolphins. They beat the Dolphins a few weeks ago at home. But yeah, there's there's not a lot to talk. Oh, about. Oh yeah, that's right. If the Panthers have their guys, yeah. I'm assuming that they're gonna they're gonna be able to get off the list by the game. So I'm taking Carolina 27-23. Yeah, the biggest story in this one is that Bryce Callahan is on the IR, and 
AJ or is AJ Boye on the IR and one's got PED suspension. Anyways, both of their top cornerbacks are out. The other two cornerbacks, the backups are really bad. If, uh, like you said, Dom, Teddy Bridgewater, he needs his weapons. DJ Moore's on the COVID list. I don't know about uh, Bobby Anderson. <laughs> Bobby. Um, but Teddy's going to have a day, man. It's, this is going to be, I think it's going to be kind of an easy win for Carolina if, if all the players get to play. And they play really well at home, um, except for that Tampa game. They play really well at home. Matt Rule is a really good coach. Um, they're going to play hard. I've got, I've got 30 to 13 Carolina over Denver. Um, not a believer in Drew Locke at all. Let's get to the next one o'clock game. Last one o'clock game. This one's got a little bit of juice to it, Dom. Your New York Giants. Not your team, but you know, you pulled for them last week. Um, Arizona Cardinals visiting the New York Giants. What's your take? Yeah, um, I'm gonna take the Giants in this one. We've talked about how we just we don't know if Arizona's gonna win another game this year. They just they don't have that that makeup. Yeah. They don't have that mental toughness. Um, so they won against the Jets in the Meadowlands earlier in the year, but they they dropped a really bad game in a one o'clock kick on the East Coast against Carolina. So do they yeah. travel well? Um, we we really don't know, and they're they're on a three game losing streak right now. I got the Giants, twenty four to eighteen. I went and looked back. They 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 beat them twenty seven twenty one in New York last year. That was the Chase Edmonds game, and Kyler he didn't even have that good of a day throwing. So, um, yeah, they did. You're right. Yeah, David Johnson's supposed to play. They didn't even play. Yeah. Him. So, I, I like the Giants to continue. I mean, they're hot right now. I like them to continue that, and Arizona's not. <laughs> so, yeah, they're not I'm going with the G men, twenty-four um, eighteen. This game is weird to me, Dom. It's really weird. I want to pick the Giants. I want to pick the Cardinals. Both of them don't give me a strong reason to think that they're going to win this game. Um. I think both are in a really good spot to win this game. I think Arizona, they get Larry Fitzgerald back. But I think that's more of a leadership standpoint more than anything. Um, I mean, I don't think Arizona's never had Larry Fitzgerald not play in a game. I mean, he usually always plays. He's never uh, injured um, is that much, that often. And the Giants, um, if Daniel Jones plays, I doubt he's running. So he's probably going to be in the pocket and he can't throw that well. Arizona can't stop the run. That's their big problem right now. And the Giants are finding a pretty good run game. So I think the Giants control the game as far as the pace of the game and their defense. I mean, yeah, they're going to control the pace of the game. So it's going to be low scoring. Um, Kyler looks frustrated. Man, I, my hunch is telling me Arizona is going to find a way to win this one. They're going to find a way. Uh, I, I just don't know what way that is, so I got to go with the Giants. I got to. I mean, even if Colt McCoy plays, I have to. because the, the Giants know who they are, and they're going to control the game. So I've got the Giants winning 
Oh, in the teens, man. I got like a 19 to 17 game or something like that. I'll go 1917 Giants over the Cardinals. Yeah. And that takes us to the four o'clock slate, Dom. Four o'clock slate, and then our heavy game, heavyweight bout. Um, uh, we still, I like these four o'clock games. You, you, we got one o'clock. Yeah, you missed my boys. Oh. <laughs> Deserving, Sorry, deservingly so. I just overlooked them, man. Yeah, let's get to Tennessee at Jacksonville, Dom. Talk about them. Talk about it, Deservingly Dom. Deservingly so, you looked over them, man. They, um, Yeah, I think kind of what you were saying about the Jets trying to get the win and how deflating it is when you don't, I think we're kind of seeing the same thing with Jacksonville. Very close to winning up at Minnesota. Couldn't pull it off. I think I touched on Tennessee, you know, Winning two big road games and then coming out flat, and so I think it's I think it's switched. I think we're gonna see a flat Jacksonville team and a Tennessee team that's you know wanting to get back in the win column, wanting to keep their momentum going. I got Titans 34, yeah. 20 in that. That might, I mean, that Titans defense is terrible. I hate watching it, but it's bad, man. But I think I think I they th- do enough offensively. To, to get the win, man. Is there, I mean, is is there really any way they they only won by three the first meeting week two? But is there is there really any way to Jack yeah. can win this one? There's a way. There is a way, Dom. Um, and it's because of that Titans defense. It's bad. It's really bad. Um, and Jacksonville's offense is actually pretty good. Even with Glennon, Glennon's looked pretty good. I mean, all three of those quarterbacks have actually looked all right and competitive and and um decent at times i think it's jay gruden i really do i mean you know how i feel about jay gruden um he kind of it was funny he called out gardner Minshew in a in his press clippings this week he's kind of an a-hole honestly i mean he, he was like that with washington where he'd throw players under the bus and coaches and i mean he's not a very unifying guy that's why he's a bad head coach um but he's a good play caller and a good offensive X's and O's guy. And he's got talent there and he's got a bad defense. I think it's kind of, I think it's a one possession game. I do. I think, uh, 30 to 23. That's what I'm liking. 30 to 23 Titans over the Jaguars in that one. Um, I think the Jags kind of make it close a little bit here and there, but I do like Tennessee to, to find a, a win in that game. Um, all right, sorry. Now we'll move move on to the four o'clock games. Um, we've touched on three of them already, and I like I like the four o'clock slate this week. I'm really looking forward to it, Dom. Let's talk about the last three. Let's talk about Green Bay at Detroit. Who are you thinking in this one? I'm not gonna lie, E. At first, I picked Detroit, and then I I feel like I came to my senses. <laughs> um. Because, you know, I'm big on, on picking upsets. And last couple of weeks, I was thinking chalk everything, chalk, chalk, chalk. Um, so yeah. I was looking at it and was kind of feeling Detroit, man. I, I didn't – I mean, that's that says something to me. When you're down 10, you know, majority of the game last week in a game that doesn't mean a ton yeah. for them, I guess they're still in the playoff scenario, I guess. Yeah, they're still in the playoff push. They are. They're one game back. Yeah. I mean, that says a lot to me when you're able to do that. It really, really does. Um, yeah, AP has actually been, I mean, I know he's, I don't think he's top 50 some yards the last 
two weeks, but it's still a little juice in there, man. Like, you see him running hard on the goal line. They're expecting Swift back this week. The Packers, we know, can't really stop the run. Um, Daryl Bevel, like, you know, these teams are playing different for their interim head coaches, man. Um, they are. And Daryl Bevel, I feel like, is trying to do a better job establishing the run. I'm not sure. He, I mean, he was the offensive coordinator during Matt Patricia's time. I mean, you know, it wasn't like he's the play caller changed, yeah. but I don't know. Maybe he's just right. his influence on it or has changed or something. I don't know. Um, but then, yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, I think I've come to my senses. I've, I've found other upset games. So I'm going to go with Green Bay 34 to uh, 34 to 25, um, even though they do have a, a short week next week. I forget they're uh, yeah they're on Saturday next week against Carolina. Um, oh, Green Bay. Yeah, is. Green Bay is. So I was huh. like, are they really overlooking this? No, they're not. This is a division opponent. Um, yeah, let me switch it, and then I switched it. So I'm gonna go with the pack 34-25. I don't think they have an answer for Devontae Adams. He's just been a monster this year. Um, Aaron Jones should have yeah. another good game. I'm gonna go go pack go. <laughs> there it is, Dom. There it is. Um, I was thinking the exact same thing, man. I was. I was. I was flirting with Detroit. I was thinking. Yeah, I like them at home. Packers don't have a bad defense. Packers can be lackadaisical. Um. But then I thought, you know, they want that home field advantage. The Packers do. And this whole one seed only getting the getting the home field advantage, it changes a lot, man. There's going to be a lot of – people are going to be playing in week 17. There's not going to be teams resting anybody in week 17. I think that's why the NFL did that. Um, I like points in this one for sure. Uh, Detroit, if, if – the only thing is, the only reason I'm picking the Packers is that the Lions' defense is so bad, man. I mean, they're a top five worst defense in the NFL for sure. I mean, you let Money Mitch and the boys get 30 on you. Oh, man. That's bad. That's really bad. Um, so, Green Bay, they're getting into the 30s. I got 38-28. Go, Pack, go. <laughs> Uh, let's keep it moving. New Orleans at Philly. What's your winner in this one, Dom? This is my upset. I'm taking the birds. Oh, I'm wow. taking the birds. I'm doing it. I am. Oh, no. This is New Orleans' third straight road game. They went out to Denver. Got a, a, a really good, a good, not a really good win. They got a win against a depleted Denver team. Then they they right. go to Atlanta and win by five. And now they're going to Philly, who's going to stop the run. New Orleans is not this just juggernaut run offense. They're not. Taysom Hill has not been throwing the ball that great. He's been able to hit a few. Philly, they're yeah. desperate. They're going to play that way. It's outside. It's cold. It's not what the Saints are used to playing on fast turf. And I just never forget. Uh, they got. They might have a new spark with Jalen Hurts, you know. Um, I just never forget Laletta, man, telling me that they were going to go to New England one year back, like 2014, 2015, something like that. And, and I'll never forget his word. These are the kind of games the Eagles win. 
And I feel like there's more Philly fans that I know that it's just like, yo, they expect them to beat the teams that they're not supposed to beat and, you know, lose to the 500 teams or the teams below 500. They just haven't done it this year, though. That's their problem. There's a ton of games where, like, this is the game the Eagles yeah. win, and they don't win it. Yeah. I'm picking them, though, man. I, I feel like the stars are aligning with, with a new quarterback. Maybe there's a spark here or there. The defense, like I said, they've, they've been okay defensively, stopping the run still. And when you can make the team one-dimensional, like, I think this is going to be the time. Drew Brees, he's expected back next week anyway. I think this is going to be the time where it's like, hey, Taysom, you know, thanks for what you did. But, yeah, we we, we need Drew back. And Taysom's not going to be offended by it at all or anything. But I think that's what we're going to see, man. I got a low scoring outside, just 4 o'clock, kind of falling asleep on the couch, waking up, falling asleep kind of game, 22-17 Eagles, like. Oh, wow. Let me, you know, at least watch the last two drives of this one. So give me the birds by five. You know, Dom, I mean, I looked at the game. The smell test is there. It smells a little fishy. Definitely does. But you know what? I've said that about the Eagles last four games. (laughs) I've, I've smelled them and I was like, hey, I like them after their bye week. I was like at New York. I was like, I think they're going to come out. I think they're going to win that. At Cleveland, they're going to bounce back. It's Baker Mayfield. They're going to find a way to win. At home against Seattle Monday night, their back's against the wall. <laughs> they're going to figure out a way how to win. This this is the game they kind of win. At Green Bay last week, I was like, <laughs> Green Bay is a bad defense. They have a shot. You know, I kind of like the Eagles in this one. It's the same story. I'm not picking the Eagles, man. I'm done with them. I am so over the Eagles this year, man. Jalen Hurts adds a little bit of mystery to it. I did watch him last week against the Packers. Um, He's more accurate, 100% more accurate. Throws a way better ball than Carson Wentz does. He He was putting balls in really good spots, really good places for the wide receivers. It will make it interesting. The only thing is that New Orleans defense is really on something. Why? I mean, why couldn't they do, be that in the beginning of the year? Nothing's changed. Absolutely nothing changed. All these players have been there last year, basically. So, like, why are they all of a sudden, like, playing their potential? I don't know. It's very frustrating, Tom, because um, I picked New Orleans a lot in the beginning of the year. But uh, Jalen Hurts had an interception last week. He's going to have an interception or two this week because um, that New Orleans run defense is legit. I got the Saints winning this one. Ground and pound game. Big time ground and pound game. Uh, Taysom Hill's going to play. Uh, don't be fooled. Drew Brees is not going to play this week. There's no need for him to play this week. They're happy with uh, with Taysom right now uh, can, with his style of play. Um, low scoring game. Um, I got 20 to 13 Saints over the Birds. Um, transition to another Bird team. Last 4 o'clock game of the week, I think. I think I looked at all the four o'clock games. Uh, Atlanta Falcons at the Los Angeles Chargers. Dominique, what's going on in this one? I actually kind of like this one, man. Um, I do too. I got the Falcons 28-27. Like, they're 2-0 against the AFC West. I went and looked. And they scored 34 points against Denver and 43 points against Las Vegas. Both games were in Atlanta. So, there's no difference in this one. They're in Los Angeles. It's still going to be a fast surface. They'll be fine. 
They're two and zero right now against the division, and they'll they'll lose to the Chiefs later on this year. So, but I think they go three and zero against the division right now. I think Gurley. I thought that was very interesting. He's going to play in the stadium that he helped build. That was an interesting point that that somebody yeah. made. Um, I don't I don't know if he uh, I don't know maybe he does top the hundred yard mark, but I also expect Herbert to move the ball on Atlanta. So I think this one will have a few fireworks, man. I think it'll be fairly exciting to watch. Um, but I am going to go with Atlanta, man. I feel like they just, they like playing for Raheem Morris. They're a better team with him. And I think that they're going to get the win. And there's just there's no juice in that Chargers team. I mean, what are their three wins? The Bengals, the Jets, and uh, Jags? Come on. Yeah. Wow, they beat the three worst teams in the NFL. Um, I'm with you, Dom. Good coach beat bad coach. It's another episode that uh, this week. Raheem Morris, he's a better coach than Anthony Lynn. Uh, his team's got more life. They've got more energy. Uh, the defense is definitely better. The defense is the Atlanta defense is underrated, man. They're pretty. They're pretty dang good. Um, I don't see Herbert's shown some some of his true colors now, or the NFL's catching up to Herbert a little bit. Um, last couple of weeks, he had the, that offense has not scored a lot of points. Um, you know, I thought at Buffalo, Buffalo doesn't have a very good defense. I thought, I thought he was going to be able to put up some points against Buffalo. I mean, now they almost, well, they had opportunities, but they really didn't. Um, they only put up 21 at Miami. Miami's defense gives up a ton of yards, ton of opportunities to score. Um, yeah, that, that offense is kind of like, it is crossroads they don't know who they are right now i've got atlanta winning uh atlanta knows who they are they're gonna win i think pretty easily in this one actually i've got like 33 21 atlanta over uh the chargers dom and that takes us to our heavyweight bout ding 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 pittsburgh my pittsburgh steelers at the buffalo bills Bills circling the wagons at the right time. They're really catching their stride. Um, Pittsburgh off that loss to end their perfect season. Um, I think everybody knew the Steelers were going to lose at one point this year just because, um, I don't know. They, they, they don't they didn't look like the cleanest 11-0 team. I'll take this one first, Dom. I'll, I'll give my input as a Steeler fan. Um... I think the Steelers come out even on a short week, man. I mean, they're it's, it's I mean, like I said, it's a bad scheduling spot for them. I mean, they all because of the Ravens, all because of the stupid Ratbirds, man. Um, they've got they're gonna play hard in this one. They got the better defense. Buffalo doesn't have the better defense. I like 23-17 Steelers over the Bills, short and sweet. Wow, short and sweet for your own boys. I, I'm I kind of thinking short and sweet also, but I don't have. I got a few points like Joey Fingers being out with a concussion. Obviously, this will be the second game without. Who's that? Joe Hayden. Joey oh, Joey okay. Fingers, baby. Go Gators. Yeah. Um. <laughs> second game without Bud Dupree and. I thought the Bills had a good good win last week, man. I was not expecting them to win that game. Uh, now, 
they're they're certainly a team that I don't trust too much to come you know come to play every week. Um, even though I don't know they they've been they've been fairly consistent this year. Yeah, I just think that Stephon Diggs will be a problem for that Steelers secondary. Cole Beasley also. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't think Singletary will have anything rushing, but I think Josh Allen could do. They have a few design run plays for him, or if he just takes off. Um, what more of a you talk about fishy? What more of a weird fishy place than Buffalo, man? Like, I don't know if there is one. Weird place. And so I'm going to go with the Bills. Steelers play well in Buffalo, actually. They do. They do. But at that place on Sunday night, I remember that I remember that game last year in Pittsburgh Sunday night. I was like, oh, man, I can't. I want to watch that. The colors just seem nice. Like, every, every yeah. time, the, oh, every yeah. time the, the night falls on Pittsburgh, it's just a beautiful scene. But um, it is. You flip it, and it's night falling on Buffalo. That, that ain't that beautiful. So, uh, no, I don't know. I like, I like, I like that Buffalo kicker also. That rookie, he's been having a good year, and so I think he might, he, he might kick the game-winning field goal in a 27-24 Buffalo victory. Good prediction, great prediction. That's a good point. I, I forgot. I don't know about Steven Nelson. I think he might not play either. So. Uh, they'll roll out Justin Lane, uh, second-year guy out of Michigan State, and uh, uh, Cameron Sutton, I yeah. think. So that will be a problem. That will be a problem. So, yeah, I do like Buffalo to move the ball. I'll, I'll change my prediction a little bit. I'll put more points on the board for Buffalo. I'll go 21 for Buffalo, 23 for the Steelers. Um, <clears throat> probably in like a last, last uh, drive of the game. But yeah, Dom, great week, man. Great week, man. Ton of playoff playoff games. Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Arizona, New York, Indianapolis, Las Vegas, Kansas City, Miami, Buffalo, Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know. I think I missed one. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, uh, Baltimore, Cleveland, your most exciting game. Yeah. So, yeah, most exciting. Great game. week, man. Really looking forward to it. Thanks for everybody listening. Yeah, thanks for everybody listening. I'll try to have this uh, up on the podcast here, hopefully tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully tomorrow, Dom. So be on the lookout. Sounds good.